Are you ready to be punched in the nuts by the truth? Then get ready for the number one no-nonsense zero bullshit whiner-free podcast that Time Spiral magazine stated. What Viagra does for old people, this show does for magic players. It's the one, the only, Public Enemies Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 35 of Public Enemies Podcast. I am Tangent. With me, as always, is Dr. Jeebus. I'm a banana. He is a banana, and he has a really, really small banana, too, from what I hear. That's just what all the Girl Scouts tell me. But anyway, uh, uh, joining us today as a special guest is uh, none other than the King Pimp himself from the Pimp's Posse. That would be Angelo. What's up, bro? I am a cantaloupe. Yeah, you're a cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got big, that statement. You got big cantaloupes. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so uh they're not proportional. Let's just get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you might might notice that there's a a lack of TSG on this episode and I'm sure that if you've listened to <clears throat> sorry, uh the recent heavy meta like the one that goes out probably before this does, that you'll understand why. So, I'll let uh you know, that speak for itself unless Jeeves wants to comment on it. Other than that... Uh, <laughs> you pretty much already explained why. Right. I don't so know what the, else is left uh, to say. Like, that's that's pretty obvious. Yeah, well, it's it's obvious, but I I, just, I wasn't sure you like to put your two cents in whenever you can. So, um, this week is, well, it's post-Vegas, and a couple uh, controversial things happened in Magic, but for the most part, news is kind of kind of slim. But before we get started on that, um, Angelo, I'm really glad that you're on, man. Uh, I'm glad that you had me on the Imps Prison. And, you know, how you doing? Um, I'm still alive, which is pretty good. Because shootings happened near your house and you managed to dodge bullets or something? Right, right. It's like when the <laughs> cops knock on your door and they're like, did you see or hear anything? Like, I heard something, but you don't go running towards bullets. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so it was the cops that kept you up all night, not the fact that people were getting shot. No, it, yeah, that's that I'm used to. I, I hear gunshots here. Like, that's not an issue. Right. The problem was, like, the cops going up and down the street all night long with their lights on and knocking on doors an hour after shit happened and it's like come on man i need to go to bed yeah yeah no, no kidding that's just unfair very <laughs> <laughs> um well cool well i'm glad that you didn't get shot and i mean you live to have <laughs> thanks live, <geez. laughs> live to have another story anyway um but yeah so anyway uh if you haven't checked out Pit Imps, I, I don't know what world you're living in, but go check that out because he has the best, you know, tournament report slash generic discussion, MTG and not MTG related and ranting podcast out there. So make sure you hit that up. And uh, anyway, so let's uh, let's get into business here. Uh, Modern Masters came, the release came and went, and there was a few controversial things about it. One being the packaging, which was a hilarious joke. Uh, basically, you know, a pack of regular playing cards is more secure than the Magic booster packaging that they had. How do you feel about that, Jeeves? Because you know you're you work in a store. Is that something that concerns you? Because I know you don't really buy like you know individual boosters off of ebay or something uh very much not um so i don't 
I don't understand how it's happening. Like, I personally have opened 30 bosses so far, and I'm getting 10 more tomorrow. Uh-huh. And, like, I haven't had any problems with cards being damaged in the packaging. Well, not just that, but, I mean, don't you think it's... It is also ridiculous, just the ability to actually take cards out of the packs and then put other cards in if you really well, want to. We, oh, right. we didn't talk about that last time, did we? No, we didn't talk about any of this. None of it was out yet. Um, No, that is not nearly as easy to do as As people. they make it out to be. Yeah, it, it is much more difficult to do that than they made it out to be like in order to effectively do it you essentially need to like melt a glue open it and put put cards back in and then re-glue it shut which like you can do that with regular packs too it's not anything new okay all right well it looked i saw the video on it it looked simple as hell so i wasn't sure if there was more to it than well the video on it like the glue was already removed it's like super misleading okay i gotcha um but anyway yeah so okay so in the packs other than that the situation with modern masters 2 is not only are there are they in these cardboard sleeves that apparently cards can get jostled around and damaged um i've heard people talk about foils looking like they're they're played already um, coming out of the pack because of the moving around and getting scratches on them. Uh, I've heard of the like people getting multiple copies of the same foils, multiple copies. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, they like they changed how they did the foil sheets for some reason, uh-huh. which really sucks because like now if you win uncut foil sheets in an event, like they're these new super shitty ones where it's like one of each card and then like forty placeholder cards of the same card over and over again. Serious. It looks so bad. Like, I was all excited at, uh, at PAX East. I was like, yeah, I'm going to like grind some events and I'll get an uncut rare sheet of um, Fate Reforged and it'll look super cool. And then I like went to the prize wall and looked at the sheet and there was like 40 Rally the Ancestors on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, never mind. I'm going to go do better <laughs> things with my life. Wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty pathetic. Okay, yeah. so aside from that garbage and... But yeah, so on, on one of them, um, for at least one person, the cards that are supposed to be discarded were not. So he wound right. up, like, he had a case where, on the common sheet, I guess the extra card is Rusted Relic. So, like, every pack that was supposed to have a foil common uh, inserted backwards was a foil Rusted Relic. <laughs> backwards, huh? Nice. Yeah, I mean, at least he got his, you know, he still got his uncommons and rares. Like, there's not a lot of foil commons worth anything, so it's not a huge right. deal, but, like, it's still fucking annoying. Like, those could have been Darksteel Citadel or vapor snags or like not trash or you could just give them to you know like the booze cube or, or the proxy guy i mean and have him uh you know have some free foils so there he can just donate back to the community um yeah, that's probably not gonna happen probably not so okay so there's that there's also the uh the fact that there are people that had boxes without rares boxes with all mythics um, which obviously, I mean, who's going to complain about that? But if you, but if you've got a set with no myth or a, a box with with no mythics in it or no rares, even that's pretty fucking awful. Um, it is, but I think uh, another thing people don't seem to realize either, like. It's less publicized because the packs only cost, you know, $4, not 10 This okay. happens every set. Like, this is, and that doesn't make it excusable, but, like, it's not like this is the end of the world. How could this have happened? Like, why is well, this only that, happening that with this set? Well, maybe that may be so, but why, why? Well, this is far more important, obviously. A pack costs two and a half times what the regular pack costs, then it should, right. you, well, you would hope. Right, well, if you let me finish my sentence, you'll understand. I think you really want to, though. Yeah, but it's going to happen, so just, okay. just lay All back right. and relax. Um, We probably need to edit that out because of the fucking <laughs> 
society we live in now. Oh, I hate my life. Uh, but no, so like, it happens with every set. It's just less publicized because they're not $10 packs. Like, I opened a booster pack. It was, the pack only had 14 cards in it. It had no rare. Now, granted, that was one pack in like the first 18 boxes I opened, so it's not a huge deal. But if that happens, you can contact Wizards and they will pay for you to mail it back to them and then they, they will replace it as a defective product. Well, that's good because I have two boxes of Modern Masters too, and conveniently have no rares. So I'm going to have to send those back to uh, Wizards and have those replaced. I mean, if you really did, then you can, but like... Well, because they would know. Why would they know that? I mean, honestly, how would they know? I don't, I don't know. I do not endorse you doing this. I'm just pointing out the fact that that's I, Yeah, like, I don't know what the qualifications for it are. Like, I know you have to show your... Like, you're supposed to have your receipt, I believe, for the purchase. Like, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but buy a box of Modern Masters, take all the rares out, be like, Wizards, no rares. Yeah, I like, I don't know what stops people from lying. Like, for, fortunately, it was pretty straightforward for me. Because, you know, like, here's my receipt where I gave Wizards of the Coast $3,000. I have one defective pack. I think it's safe to assume I'm not trying to... You know, screw them out of five to box. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I, I realize that, but I mean, uh, Angelo, would you, think do what, you like? Oh, I go think, ahead. Like, if that were to really happen to you, what I would do is once you open like two packs in a row without rares, I think you just start filming it. That's fair. Like, because if, no, see, if I opened would... the second I opened a pack with like a backwards foil rusted relic, I would start filming it. Yeah, well, I would too. That's ridiculous. But um, how important is this? You say it's not, Angelo. How do you feel it's important at all? I mean, do you like opening a ten dollar pack of cards and getting no rare in it? How do, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm not real happy if I open a ten dollar pack of cards and get no foil. Or get no rare, or, you know, I'd be really happy if I got a box with nothing but Mythics, though. Mythics, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I mean, that's Well, the again, I'm not saying that it's not important, though. I think you're kind of deliberately misconstruing my wording there. Yeah. I'm saying But it's it is, not... in fact, the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say that is accurate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, again, it's just, it's something that happens every set. They already have a system in place to replace defective products. And just don't be a douchebag and abuse it, or else it'll go away. Like, player rewards and guru lands and everything nice they've ever done for the community right it's also why they don't guess, advertise this like you have to contact them and be like uh what's up bro i just find it hard to believe that it's been on the scale that it has been with this because you're saying you're saying it's the price of the packs except for the small fact that that people bitch about everything, right? And they do. So and if you go to the MTG, was... dude, if you go to the MTG Salvation forums, every time a set is released, everyone who opens either a God Box or a Peasant Box will always post about it. But no one gives a shit because it happens every set. Like oh, okay. the people, the people it happens to always complain. It's just it doesn't pick up the way this did because but that's weird. Because so theoretically, if it happens every set, it should happen in Modern Masters, and people would have made just as big a deal about it then. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not supposed to be happening now because, like, part of part of the redesigns. Uh, um, cards uh-huh. is that now because the bottom is all black it's more machine readable so it's supposed to prevent this from happening and it, it seems like it actually might be happening more since they did that uh, yeah which is odd and bizarre but <laughs> all I know oh, is my, uh, all I know is my Japanese boss did not have nothing but mythic so I was kind of sad about that what was that Angela well I, I strangely can kind of back up what you said I can remember I want to say it was uh, NPH uh, I, I, yeah I bought a pack of that I actually sat down in a draft, and I had 12 Apostles' Blessings for my commons. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, it does happen. That <laughs> happens. I had so I've been running drafts for seventeen, or not seventeen, seven, seven or eight years at my store now. Uh, in that entire time, I have twice had to replace booster packs. One was because someone fucked up and like halfway through a pack took someone's pile of cards they had drafted and started passing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it was like pack two as well. And it was a giant fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> I hated that. The other time I had to replace packs, um, people opened their booster packs and not all of the cl- cards were actually fully glued together. So Which, like the, the the back and front were coming off of it. Yeah, other? so it's like so you had the back and the front, and then like the left half of it they would be glued together, but then the right it was like not connected at all. You could see the like <laughs> you could see the blue glue inside. Like whatever happened, like it just didn't wind up melting in uh, adhesiving. Like there were a couple of cards. <laughs> <Adhesive. laughs> this is Doctor Jeebus, guys. Yeah. yeah, I didn't say I'm a doctor of wordology. <laughs> wordology. Uh, there were also a couple cards that like they didn't even have a have a front. It was just the back half with like the blue glue on the front of it. Um, um, so we wound up, I wound up having to replace those, but, like, these are things that happen, and ultimately that worked out really well, because, like, some misprint guy bought all of those cards for, like, five bucks each. Like, wow. Okay, wow. I'm good with that. <laughs> oh, my. Suck Interesting. Up. Okay, so, um, well, that's that. Uh, you wanted to talk about the financial aspect, which, um... Yeah, so we'll talking look. talking about, um the shenanigans of Vegas will be a longer topic. So I, I did want to touch in on the financial side a little bit. Okay. So, so the shenanigans at Vegas, you want to talk about now or you want no, no, to no, talk- we'll go, we'll go to that after. Cause that's going to okay. be like the long main, the topic. main topic, right? So, so okay. So we'll talk about finance, which right now is just, it's just going to be me talking cause you guys don't care. Um, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. I love the support. You're Super welcome. Happy. So, I thought he was so, going to be talking. Yeah, I thought <laughs> so. Dude, now I get to cut out another thirty-second gap. That oh, life's like... hard, dude. No, I'm doing a draft. I had to. I had to do math for my land. Um, so everyone expected that there was going to be like this huge drop in prices when this set came out. Like we're going to be dealing with ninety-dollar Tarmogoyfs or whatever. And I obviously that was foolish. And you know we had an initial drop. And what myself and everyone else kind of expected was that prices were going to drop hardest after GP Vegas or just the entire Modern Weekend since we're three. Uh, sealed Modern Masters GPs across the world. And that didn't happen. Like, not only did prices not fall, like, some prices, like, Vendillion Click and Dark Confidant were already rebounding a little bit going into the event, and then, like, Tarmogoyf started rebounding pretty hard. So, you know, all of this stuff that people thought was just going to plummet in price, uh, lo and behold, has not. I just want to stay for the record that on the last episode of Pinimps, not only did I not say it was not going to plummet, but I said Mythics would probably stay about the same. Because you're not... Because, uh, and this is something, TSG, remember, we had this conversation, TSG yeah. said said specifically pretty much the same thing, saying that you're also going to be drawing new people in at the same time, which is, means that there's going to be more You're drawing demand. people in and we're entering into modern uh pptq season right so the demands that it's like high right now and so it would make sense that that they wouldn't go down as far like mythics especially uh i said i thought maybe rares might drop yeah it's just it's just kind of but again we have a lot more information now than when we talked about it all we knew was the initial allocations and right now as it stands like uh i am from wizards alone not even like looking at other distributors i can order three cases of modern masters every single week which is the same i can order for any other set right it's it's like the exact same size as any other set except we had half the initial allocation otherwise it's right. been identical okay um, and like given that i don't know if that's been widely publicized uh maybe maybe people deliberately weren't saying it so people wouldn't know how much was actually out there and maybe this is the last you know maybe this was the last time i'll be able to order that much too i don't know but there's it just seems like there's 
I really thought there was going to be not nearly as much coming out as there has been. Like, I thought we would have maybe one week of reorders, and uh-huh. that would be it. Um, but again, Well, I like, honestly don't feel like a ton of people are really excited about it, other than to play it like drafting or whatever. On Most of the people that opened packs were pretty friggin' miserable about it, it seemed like, because yes. you, I mean, you open a $10 pack that's got a dollar worth of cards in it. It's pretty fucking irritating, really. Yeah, I have to say, more so this time than last time. Like, last time there were, even though, like, ultimately now they're, like, bulk rares, at the time there were a lot more... There was more parity between the cards. Right. Like, the high stuff wasn't as high at the time as it was this time around. Right. But there was more... There was mid cards. Yeah, that... there was a lot more, like, mid-level rares, whereas this time there's so many fucking bulk rares. Like, there were so many cards that were $2 or less to begin with, whereas the last time, you know, those were all, like, $8 to begin with. And then, again, like, yeah, Woodfall Primus isn't worth a goddamn thing now, but it was a $10 card, so, like, right. you didn't feel as bad opening that, because there was always the hope, you know... Well, one, you might have wanted them, and two, there was the hope it would rebound. Right. Um. So I will say, because I have bought a few individual packs um don't buy individual packs of this set or you will fucking hate your life <laughs> unless like i bought individual packs like five times i think and like one of the times i opened the foil timer so it was okay but the other four times it was like it was like miserable like even buying you know at cost like i was just hemorrhaging money you yeah. know like you know, even if I'm paying half the price for a pack, like, Endrick Star, Endrick Star is still only worth a quarter, and that's being pretty yeah. generous. But that's the thing about it, too. When you, when, like, when people look and they're like, oh, I valued this pack, and I only, this is only worth a dollar. You're not gonna get a dollar out of that fucking pack anyway, dude. No one's gonna buy that 15 cent rare from you. No, I mean, uh, you, you can sell, sell any it. rare for, like, 12 or 13 cents. Well, you know what, you know what I'm saying, though, like, like, the commons are worthless, right? You can just throw those in the garbage. Um, and not all of them. Okay, if you like get a vapor, pack... Vapor Snag, Vines of the Vastwood. I mean, these, these p- things... Like, Vines of the Vastwood was pushing, like, $3 before it was reprinted. Well, okay, all right. Yeah, ridiculously. So there's, there's a couple good, I guess, good comments in there, but more or less, like... I mean, I was listening... The majority of them are not open, correct. Right, open, open packs and be like, the only cards that are in here is this rare is worth 50 cents, and there's a foil of this which was worth 50 cents, and the rest is garbage. And, and, that's, and that's, again, assuming you're going to get 50 cents apiece for those things... Right. Like, uh, basically, you know. if, if you're going to buy packs, you have to do it by the box, because the value in this set is so top-loaded that, like, I mean, you can you can hit buying a couple individual packs, it will feel awesome, but then you'll probably be an idiot and do it again, and it's not going to work out. No, uh, yeah. it, like, it has to be the by the box where you're guaranteed, you know, to get, like, a good distribution. There's, I've seen very few, again, I've opened a decent amount of boxes, like, I've had very few double rares in a box, um, no triple rares, thank God. And, and, you know, you're guaranteed well, the to get problem is... the box and where it's so top loaded. Like, but like, it's so top loaded, but if you get the box, you know, the average price of Mythics is $30. Right, granted, so that's what granted, I was going to say. Open, you could open Comet Storm, and that's fifty cents. But you could also open Goyf, and that's one hundred fifty dollars. Right, but all the other ones do actually average like, um, well, obviously a little less than thirty. Time we're breaking them up, but still, the other ones average twenty something. Like all What's the other the mythic distribution, though. Now that's like one out of every what? What is it? Is uh, same as same as it's average. always been. It's fifteen out of one hundred twenty-one, so roughly one in eight. Technically, slightly. roughly one in eight. So you're so three mythics at thirty bucks a piece on average means that you're not even going to make half. The box price back. That's yeah, but then you—I mean—you have like thirty dollars cryptic commands, thirty dollars noble hierarchs, yeah, like ten dollars. Yeah, um, yeah, you. But that's the point of buying boxes is to hopefully get more than the box value, not to be losing money on the deal. 
But it, again, at least, like, if you're going to buy any, it's better by the box, because you're guaranteed to get whatever value you're going to get out of the set, whereas individual packs, you can just totally... Right. I fucking know, it's the lottery. Um, and again, yeah, and the foils make a big difference, too. Like, foil lightning bolt is, you know, it's an uncommon, like, you can buy list those for $5, which, like, I know, ooh, $5, but, like, that means... It adds it's up, worth I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, so, yeah, I get it. MTG prices, the cards are worth more than you expected. So, uh, what does this mean? Like, what... Is it just that it wasn't what you expected it to be? Um, basically, yeah. I mean, again, we're neither... That's good, actually though, for everyone. It. It's kind of hard to have a conversation regarding it. Well, no, it's not that. I'm saying, like, like, like no, that's good that. for the community overall. It's bad for people that are coming into the game. Good for you, because you're trying to sell cards, right? Uh, it's good for everyone. Because yes again, and no. Well, I mean, people are trying to get modern ma- buy into modern masters. Though, if the point of it is to put the cards out there so that they can do it, now they have to buy packs rather than buy individual cards because they didn't come down at all. No, they came down. They came down. They just stopped coming down. Right. I mean, like okay. they took the initial hit and that was it. And they're kind of rebounding already. And again, ultimately, that's better for like it's better for everyone because you had the cards. You know, you don't have to worry about them being worthless. If you didn't have the cards, you have a chance now to get them a lot cheaper than they were. Okay. Because <clears throat> yeah, yeah at even- the same time with all the allocations that they are actually putting out there. I mean, there's still room for it to drop. There is still room. Strangely. There's still room for it to drop, but where it's already on an upward trajectory, I don't know that that is going to happen. Like, they're already heading back up, and we're we're heading into a a modern season where demand is going to be at its peak, essentially. True, but I know, like, Goyf, it dropped to, like, what, 135, and then it just shot straight back up. And, you know, there are going to be more boxes open, which means there are going to be more of those cards in the market. And at some point, I mean, supply and demand just changes, right? Um, yeah, but again, demand is going to increase as well as this, like a supply will increase. But since we're heading into modern season, we're not into it yet. The demand is also going to increase. Mm, okay. I don't know. I, I don't suppose. know if they're going to be, you know. I figure most people who play modern, realistically, I feel most people who play modern play modern. And there's a lot of people who don't play modern because they think it's a god-awful fucking format and they don't play it. So I don't know that it's going to force too many people into it. Like, I know I'm going to GPs and I'm not playing modern. But that's because you don't care. Like, there, <clears throat> whether you believe it or not, there were people who were waiting for this set to come out to get into modern. And those people were fools. I mean, it's better, <laughs> it's better than getting into modern a month ago. I suppose, but I mean, it's still not a, exactly a cheap way to get into modern. No, a cheap way to get in, into modern is to start playing 20 years ago like I did, but not everyone right. has that option. You know, well, like like uh, half the player base wasn't alive then. <laughs> what the hell with them youngsters? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's dude. what I'm saying. Fuck those kids. I have my cards. I don't care. <laughs> right? As long as my house doesn't burn down, I don't give a shit what happens. <laughs> and if okay. it does, I don't, uh, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> okay, so so let's let's look at uh, at speaking of uh, prices. Did you want to set up the more important thing, the Vegas scenario that happened? Um, yeah, we can do that. Let's let's talk about being in the top eight draft of a Grand Prix. All right, let's talk about it. What what happened in the top eight that's so important? So what happened in the top eight that's so important to some people, uh, <laughs> eggs mostly. Uh, <laughs> uh, what happened in the top eight is that after drafting a solidly red white deck in pack one, uh, Pascal Maynard opened a foil Tarmogoyf in pack two, and he decided, yes, I will take this card, and the internet lost its shit. 
Which I still don't understand. But why? Okay, now of all the, of all the things, like like I I had my own viewpoints on the whole situation, which we'll get to in a minute. But you're not allowed of to all have the things, what I said, you're not allowed to have opinions. Yeah, I yeah I know, but fuck you. So of all the things that people are going to be pissed off about, why that? Who gives a shit? So it was mostly pro players who were pissed off. Like immediately, um, was it was like Huey Jensen and Reed Duke and Owen uh, Troll, whatever his last name is. He's just yeah. a troll, like troll wall. Yeah, like these people were immediately like, oh my god, I've lost all respect for this person. I can't believe he would sell out his integrity for so little. And like, wow. So here's the thing. His situation is different. We'll cover his situation in a second. Okay. Uh, for a normal person, you're in the top eight of Grand Prix. You have already won $1,000 and you have already won your invite to the Pro Tour. First place is only $4,000. Again, you already have a thousand. So if you take if you take Tarmogoy, if you were guaranteeing yourself more money instead of taking a burst lightning for a marginally better deck and maybe more money. But even if you draft the best deck anyone has ever seen on a, a, at a Grand Prix, you can still lose round one to variance, and then you're just out of it, and then you feel like a shithead for throwing away you know three hundred dollars by not taking the Goy. Um, if this was a Pro Tour where the prize is like forty thousand per first or something like that, um, it is you know whatever it is, it's considerably more money. Like yeah, then you know then you go for the best deck possible is that $300 is not a large enough percentage of your potential increase in prize where you should give a shit. But yeah, in this look, situation, it was. Yeah, I looked at it as he was just hedging his bets. Like, I didn't right. see anything wrong with that. Like, I, I think okay, it should well, be up to your your discretion whether you want to do that or not anyway. Who gives a shit? It's well, your here's, choice. Here's the thing. Here, like, here's why they were upset. Um, and again, this is like one of, I don't know, 10 people in the world who would actually have a decision to make. Um, for most of us, it makes no fucking difference at all. But okay. for him, uh, he was very, very close um, based on how many points he had, how many Planeswalker points, to an invite to world and uh, the Pro Platinum Players Club. Those words are probably supposed to be in a different order, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, like, he he was he's, like, right on that border. So, for him all of a sudden, like, for me, if I'm in the top of a Grand Prix, like, I don't care if I get one Pro Point or I don't care if I get 20 Pro Points. I don't even know how many Pro Points you get for an event, because I have zero lifetime Pro Points, so it's, I'm not gonna be a Platinum Pro this year. I'm not concerned with that. He is one of the few people who, he probably should have had that on his mind, I guess, but he you know, where you have a minute to decide, he said that he wasn't thinking about that um and yeah like but that's, even like, if, that's even if so he upset. didn't did think about it he's still what you what you're talking about is a chance at that as opposed to you know making like guaranteeing himself what he needs which is money to get to the next event right but it's also it's kind of, i mean it's kind of like doing it on a pro tour where the purse is so much larger that like the increasing your chance at winning is so much more important than you know like just the three hundred dollars like the bump in benefits you get for being like a, a platinum pro um and plus the potential prize money he could win at worlds like that is definitely enough where it could matter like where maybe you know he shouldn't be taking but whose uh, business is that dude if i want to be a retard that's dude, I'm my still gonna choice take the fucking life, even if yeah, I, I know that's what i'm saying like almost i'm saying to- it's no one else's no one should be telling him what he should be doing if he wants to take the fucking tarmogoy then take it who gives a shit what what hey. business is it of theirs no i'm not i'm not like you're not arguing i'm saying like what is the point of them trying to tell him what he should be doing well when... i don't know if you know this about pro players but they're all elitist douchebags I don't know yeah. if you've ever like seen or talked to them like Yeah, I like, I, I, I don't with them I don't all the time. I find that hard to believe, but well, <laughs> don't say <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I, like if you've—I don't know if you've actually ever played in a Magic tournament. Uh, from our time talking, I don't think you have. You asshole! <laughs> yeah, I have. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, like 
there was more to this story, but Jeeves just decided he wasn't going to say it. That yep. was the end right there. Yeah, he so. was Count Mana again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the game did not play correctly. So, Angela, how you doing, man? Uh, again, I'm still alive. Uh, yeah. I have not been shot since we started recording. That's always a good thing. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> so, so do you, I mean, uh, on this part of the, of the topic, how do you feel about it? it? Really? I think it's stupid. I mean, even if you're a top eight going for platinum, if, if that's me and I'm sitting down to draft, I don't give a shit if I want to take the worst card in every pack and do, like, some backwards draft to myself. That's my prerogative. Exactly. To hell with what anybody else would you do the 23 land things. challenge? No. Actually, I think they removed the basic land, so you couldn't do that, which is sad. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But but the, well, but in this the format, there is no basic land, but in real ones, right. I think they do. Yes, I know. Oh, oh, do they really? I think so. Because yeah. don't you then have to take out the the foil one that's there, so you just don't play with foils at all in a regular one? No, you leave the foil. Oh, the foils the common foil now. No, uh, yeah, well, yeah. No, they used to be that way, but you yeah. actually don't play with foils. Um, really? Uh, correct. They when they when do they, they open, replace it with a regular version of that? Yes, when they oh, open okay. when they open the cards at a normal large event. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What they will do is they remove all of the foils and replace them because the foils are difficult to stamp. Is my understanding of the reasoning? Even though this Tarmogoyf got a stamp. Yeah, but they don't do it with Modern Masters because every card in Modern Masters is foiled, and it would just be like a giant fucking pain in the ass to do it. Fair. Yeah, you you would be taking one card out of every pack. So yeah, that's true. Okay, so basically. Um... A lot of people are putting their nose in a place where it shouldn't be in this guy's business. It doesn't matter. It was his choice, and he should have the right to... I mean, it, I don't think it's an idiotic move at all. He was guaranteeing himself money, which he needed, but at the same time, if if that his choice was to be a retard, if he wanted to keep a friggin' rusted relic over whatever as pack one, pick one, then that was his choice, too. I mean, yeah, he's a pro, and he shouldn't be making stupid decisions like that, but the whole point is... Well, is rusted relic's actually choice. a pretty powerful card, so if it's pack one, pick one, there are worse things you can do. Okay. Uh, how about a... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. I don't even remember all the cards in the fucking set, because I haven't opened any of it, because I don't care about it. But, I don't uh, care about one, anything. What was that? Pack one, pick one, tumble magnet. Hey, there used to be people picking that pack one, pick one. Pack one, pick one. Modern Masters, though. Yeah, and Scars, right. like, I would first Humble Magnet. And Scars, yeah. yeah, it's different, though, in Modern awesome Masters. Like, there's far more powerful things you can be doing, though. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. There are, oh. but sometimes, I mean, there. I'm sure there are times when the Tumble Magnet pick one is correct. I haven't seen one yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, have either of you drafted this format yet? No, like I said, I'm not going to open any of it, so... Yeah, well, I, I didn't, I didn't know if you online. No, I, I haven't. I thought about it, but I wasn't sure if it was really worth it after everyone was talking about how shitty it was, so... I'm not real sure, but I guess the draft format's pretty good, right? So um, yeah, I've been enjoying the draft format. Um, I think it's fun. Cool. Yeah. It I will. I just very have... awkward. I think. Um, well, what's awkward about it is the means. price tag. Like, I can go do a dragon's draft for a hell of a lot cheaper, and I still get pretty much the same enjoyment out of that that I do a modern masters draft. I'm still drafting. Uh, right. Yeah, I like where I'm doing it online. I'm just free rolling all the drafts anyway, so it doesn't particularly matter what it costs. Um, it does matter that it's cheaper online than on paper. If it was on paper, you know, if I was paying three dollars more a pack and I am online, I would not be free rolling it. Right. Uh, unless unless the packs were higher or like the singles. Mm. Well, no, unless the singles prices were higher. Uh, right. Which is not happening in the current MTGO community. Or environment. No, no, price is going <laughs> up on MTGO is not going to happen unless they get more players, and they're not going to get more players with the product they put out. Speaking of that, how are how are the MTGO uh, Modern Masters two prices? Are they pretty low card prices? Um, well, I mean, they're it's unfair for me to say 
entirely because I don't know what the prices were before Modern Masters came out. Um, but in general, yeah, the prices are very low. Are they? Well, like what? Like for instance, uh, like give me um, like Vendillion Click. What's that going for right now? When you have you gotten any of those when you, when you've been yeah. playing? Um, like the Click that I opened, I think it was like twenty five at the time. Like the Tarmogoyf was like fifty five. Um, oh, God, I okay. actually in this in this draft I just opened a Mox. Thank God because I'm totally gonna get my ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> Chrome Mox is that? I mean not Chrome Mox but Mox uh, Opal, right? Is that is what's that going for now? That's actually that's twenty two online right now, which is oh. um, pretty close to what it is on paper actually, which is pretty surprising. Hmm, interesting. But so I think like on the bigger cards, like the big cards are still big, just less big. But then like the medium stuff, like Tesseret's like two dollars instead of eight dollars, and right. Um, yeah. Cryptic Command is like half what it should be. Or that's pretty much the way it always is. That's surprising about it. Cryptic. It seemed like always held a higher value than I would have expected. I, I hated trying to get those online. Yeah, I think it's... actually no, not even half because they're still like thirty on paper. I think they're only like ten online or under ten now. Mm. They're, yeah, they're like eight bucks now. Wow. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, uh, MTGO finance aside, uh, the other aspects of this, which is one of the reasons why Angelo wanted to come on uh, with with the situation with the Goyf Gate, is the fact that this guy now decides that he. So he he wanted to be able to sell this Goyf to get the money to be able to go to events because he can't always afford to go to events, and this would give him the opportunity to do that. So he got the idea of posting it on eBay and offering as offering. What did did he initially start out offering it as giving half the money away to charity, or did that happen after the price got out there? No, that that was a initial caveat of the auction. Okay, the, so, the price got up there immediately. Oh, I know it did. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I mean, like, in two hours, it was like it it went up there, and then it was posted. Uh, four hours later, I went to bed, and it was at X price, which I know we're about to talk about. And then I woke up uh, like six hours later, and it was six times the price it had been. Oh yeah, no, I, I right, it's friggin' ridiculous. So, I mean, your average, like right now, I see a foil Tarmogoyf on Modern Masters that's being bid with one hour left at two eighty five. It'll probably go for you know, oh, here's a foil one for two ninety nine. Okay, so that's that's what what Tarmogoyf is going for right now. Now this guy who decided to to give a story about how he you know needs this money to be able to go to GPs and all that stuff, and who has it stamped from the top eight and put it up on here and is giving half of the money from it to charity. Well, people just went crazy and started bidding this thing up there, and right now the bids sit at sixteen thousand dollars, which is a fake bid. Yes, it is actually for sure is a well, fake bid. Yeah, it is down to yes. sixteen thousand from being high. Oh, I saw it at nineteen thousand one hundred at one point yesterday. Yeah, so those were that was a fake bid. I, although from what I saw earlier today, I guess um, they've been weeding out the fake bids because it's down to eighty-eight bids. What it was been over a hundred before. Yeah, I guess at least as high as ten thousand dollars is a real bid. As astonishing as that is, there was a real ten thousand dollar bid. So it, this guy, this specific guy, who's got this supposed fake bid right now at sixteen grand. Mm-hmm. This guy has bid on here multiple times with bids. So it. it are they going to get rid of him from being able to bid? I thought they usually weed this kind of stuff out. So it seems kind of odd to me, uh, that that he's got a fake bid in, but he's been on here multiple times already. I mean, he might have multiple accounts. That's definitely a thing that happens. No, I mean multiple. Well, this specific account has bid multiple times on. on yeah, this oh, all of his bids would have been removed. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's I guess I guess the thing is because it was on here yesterday. This guy was as the top bidder, and so now I I feel like if he's a fake bid, then it's weird to me that that they're not getting rid of it. But anyway, so right now it says sixteen thousand. I guess if that's a fake bid, whatever. But um. What? How do you guys feel about this? Because Angelo knows how I feel about it, and how I feel about it is this. So that Angelo, because I know he's been saving up his argument against me on this, so I'll say how I feel about it is this. I think it's awesome what this guy is doing. I think this guy needs to to he should definitely like do everything he possibly can to get as much money as possible, including saying, "Hey, I'll give half of this to charity," because you know what? Everyone loves donating to charity, and if this guy puts that on there he can get even more money and every dollar that goes into charity is a dollar into his pocket so do what you can because that's good business that's how i feel now angelo apparently has a different feeling about it so angelo why i'm you probably on angelo's side but let's hear him say it I, the way i look at it is you know he I'm put that up from the jump and i think this goif would be worth more and he would have more money in his pocket if he just said no fuck you i'm keeping the money because of this shit storm that was created I don't think that him putting charity on there necessarily drove up any more bids than what it normally would. Yes, because see, I'm I'm just joking around because I personally think it's a total douchebag move, and that's why I was saying that because I thought maybe it, maybe Angela would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" That's Wait, not you, what you, you were saying. You actually don't think that there being charity attached to it changed the price at all? I think, I think it did, but I think when you look at final dollars of what he'll actually put in his pocket, I think he's going to end up with less. Uh, I think I think he's going to end up with more like I think I think it's a smart business decision. I think it's kind of super douchey to do because I think that you're the only person that agrees with me on that Jeeps. And I'm serious because I defended myself on eBay and Twitter yesterday all day long. I mean, it's yeah, it's nice. He's giving this. My problem isn't that he's splitting with charity. No, of course not. I think my problem is what people are bidding it up to like. That's okay. that's one part of the problem, but but you have to admit, you just said it's super douchey, right? That's my problem with it. It's not the fact that people are bidding something up. This guy could have been like, like you know, I'm going to, please, you know, help me. This is all going for my ability to be able to go to the Grand Prix. And then if it got bid up way high, he could have been like, I'm going to give half of this to charity because it's more than I thought it was going to be, right? But no, he used charity to get this thing up as, as high as it'd go. And that may be smart business, but smart smart business is also trying to convince old ladies that they need maintenance agreements on their 30-year-old refrigerator that they don't need and convincing them to do that because of the fact that it makes them feel you convince them that they need it because otherwise it's going to break down and they're not going to be able to afford to get it replaced. That is good business too and it doesn't make it any less douchey, right? This is still douchey and and that's the part I have a problem with. The fact that... I I suppose you can call it douchey if you want. I mean, my thing is like he put up 50% from the jump where you look at other, you know, large corporations or what have you that do this charity thing let's take the nfl where breast cancer awareness gets 12 percent of every dollar right and that's the profited dollar not the actual dollar so they get like nothing on a jersey it's fucking ridiculous but you know i mean but you're also not talking men. about a jersey that that people are bidding on that people are being like like you know what they they put a set price which is a normal jersey price and then they say i'm going to give 12 percent of this to charity okay it's a normal jersey price they obviously make profit on their jerseys it's not like you're paying 100 yeah, 150 dollars more for the jersey what did he start the bidding at does anybody know uh, the where li- when I saw it it was two grand so I have no idea yeah, what Yeah the first time I saw it it was already $1000. Okay so we'll just say you know he probably started at around 500 bucks. Okay. 
So if somebody walks up to you and goes, hey, that, 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 that's a mighty fine cup you got there. I'll give you $500 for that cup. And then, you know, another person comes by and goes, oh, gosh darn it. I don't care. I want more. I'll give you more for that cup than what that person's willing to give you. Hey, he already said he was putting it up for charity. And they're just like, hey, I, I want that cup more. That guy's a mighty fine barrel. Yeah, I, I, I don't get me wrong, man. I'm not I, I'm not I don't taking advantage of idiots is perfectly fine because you're he's one reason why I say that is because he's not taking advantage of the public as a whole. It's only going to be one moron that buys this thing. Okay. Oh, by the way, hold on. Before we go on, there's something really important I need to say with regards to this. Yes. So ha- half the winning bid uh, after eBay fees of this time of life is going to charity. Now, I saw a lot of people once this fucking, ins- like, literally insane person was on Facebook saying how he was the $19,000 bid and he wasn't going to pay and stuff. All these people were talking about how it's, like, scamming charity and, like, ruining kids' lives and stuff. So here's the thing about that. Like, yes, he's super douchey and he shouldn't be doing that, whatever. However, you don't need to buy this Tarmogoyf to give money to charity. If you believe in this charity and you think they should have yes. your money, just give it to them. You yes, don't need to buy exactly. the Tarmogoyf. Like, you don't need you to can give, give, you can give money, money to the charity without right. without giving $5,000 to some guy who potentially made an incorrect draft exactly. pick. Exactly. This guy, this guy could sell this fucking thing for $500 and say, I recommend everyone go out and support this charity because this charity helps people. And I'm going to donate $100 of this card to that charity. But in, in recommending and trying to pull people in, because you know what? All this is doing is for publicity and shit. Because the fact of the matter is, is if this person, whoever this person that buys this shit, really just wanted to help out this charity, they wouldn't be giving eight fucking grand to this guy. They would just go support the charity. I mean, that's the thing, right? I mean, isn't that what it's about? That's what everyone's getting their jollies off on, is the fact that half of this is going to this fucking charity? Who cares about the guy's $8,000? You know, you know what? Uh, you know we're we paying do? this guy to make someone else donate to charity because he's not donating eight thousand dollars of his own money to charity he wouldn't be up to sixteen thousand if it wasn't for the fact that it says charity on there I mean, he, what was that? I said definitely not. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like, like, it's not like this if, is, if it wasn't for charity, guy. if charity wasn't attached to it, it would go for maybe 2000. Cause there, like, there are people, you know, there would be those couple guys who just have to have it because of the story and stuff. And that's about, I think two, maybe 3000 is as high as they would go. And even that's a ridiculous amount, but whatever. But now that there's charity tack onto it, that justifies them bidding each other out to outrageous amounts, not considering how much money this guy's getting. Yeah, also, exactly. Also, no, they do this consider. Is, this is the equivalent. I don't think they give a shit. This That's is what this is also yeah. the equivalent. Like two weeks from now, no one's gonna give a shit about this. Right. Like the, the turnover. I don't even think by the end of the thing. Look, notice yeah. how no one's bid on it since yesterday because all the hype was yesterday, and now no one cares. Right. Tur- I mean, like seriously. everyone's attention span is so short, and turnover stories is so fast. Like this is like this is like paying sixteen thousand dollars for the mic that that guy recorded Chocolate Rain on. Like that is exactly. But it's like doing it now. <laughs> When, right. like, there's literally no one that would give a shit. Yeah, exactly. I Like, don't get me wrong, man. I think I think the idea of the charity is perfectly fine, and I think that, that donating to charity is cool. But I've donated to charities, and I didn't need to fucking make a big public spectacle of it in order to do it. And I didn't have to give half of the money that I was donating to charity to some guy well, for a fucking magic also, also, this is probably worth noting, too. Um, The whole making a big spectacle of it, he might actually need to. Um, because it's my understanding that he actually might be a cheater. 
oh well this is new for me but it's yeah like well it's it's new to me as of like yesterday or two days ago i found out like a friend of mine at gp cleveland was in contention for top eight and he lost he told me how he lost his winning in to some pro player who cheated again like blatantly cheated against him and when he called the judge the judge was like oh he's a pro i trust him essentially um and then like when i was talking about how stupid this fucking goy thing was he texted me he's like yeah that's a guy who cheated against me like <laughs> so, so if, if that's true if it is true and he is a cheater then he does have to make a big spectacle about donating to charity because those people always like it's you know no one suspects cheaters of cheating because they're so outwardly nice and stuff and so that's why like making a big spectacle about donating to charity would be a big thing and again like i didn't see it happen i, I can't say for sure whether he cheated or not from the story it sure as fuck sounds like it it sounds like it was like gratuitously blatant um right. like the story right. was basically that like the guy had to like draw the right card to win it was his last turn he drew and it wasn't the right card so he just drew another card and put the previous one back (laughs) 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 my friend was like a judge (laughs) like no Wow. Okay. So, so, uh, yeah, Angelo, how do you, how do you, you basically are I on this side? Call me bastard. This is America. Capitalism is king. Damn it. Yes. There you go. That's <laughs> what I wanted to hear. All right. Cool. So don't get now, now, man, I, and I'm perfectly on board with people trying to make money off of their stuff. If he put the card up there and it got up to $12 million, I'd be perfectly happy with that because some I idiot, okay with <laughs> you wouldn't be, but I don't, I don't care about people being retards yeah. and spending their own money. Like, what would, I care about is, using other people to do it yeah it wouldn't be morally wrong it wouldn't be deceptive in in any way but i would definitely have a problem with whatever person (laughs) paying 12 million yeah but i would have a problem with that person not the guy that's selling it i mean honestly if i put a car up there and someone's like dude you're asking five grand for that car but i'd really like to pay you 10 grand for it i'd be like okay i'm not gonna be like no dude i have a problem with that all right i want to i want to combine a couple things because i had a huge problem with the ice bucket challenge because it was this whole like giant public festival or spectacle rather of how of like look how awesome and generous i am like if you want to donate to the charity don't like i explicitly said on twitter like don't challenge me i'm not gonna do it like i if i'm gonna donate money i will i'm not gonna you know pour a bucket of water on my head first because why would i do that okay well first of all i want to hear what what angelo was just gonna say but i will say about that that was simply like people wanting attention dude everyone wanted to get their freaking meme out there or whatever or their little video out there of well, them. i say we combine them and we but, do the tarmogoyf bucket challenge where you take a video of yourself pouring a bucket of ice on a foil tarmogoyf and then you donate a thousand dollars to game yourself <laughs> okay I'll, I'll do it right fair. now okay cool all right i'm down so okay <laughs> you're down with me okay. destroying my card thing yes of course i am all right to be fair you say okay you know he put this on there to drive the price up. Okay. So let's say he drives the price up to, you know, $2,000, $3,000, which is realistically where I thought it would stop. Right. I'm pretty sure he was probably in the same ballpark. I really don't think he went, I'm going to walk away with a $16,000 card. Even um, by putting gamers versus gamers on there, let's be realistic about that. I don't. Think okay, but be realistic yourself, also, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, and... look at the things that happen in the community. He's a pro. He's a public figure. He's well known. There was all this stuff around it, and look at all it takes is you saying, "Well, I really need a bunch of money, or I'm not going to be able to do this podcast anymore," and people will be like, thirty grand." Okay, cool. I mean, that's the thing, man. If you're the, if you are someone who's a big public figure, this community will freaking jump on that shit big time. You don't and have to be that big a public problem. figure. Like, I, I got money. So last year, I decided, you know, 
the viewership of MTG Bro Deals was way down. I wasn't really writing anything. Like, I had had, I just, I wasn't feeling it anymore, basically. And as soon as I posted that... You wouldn't know it. Right. And it was like sad. (laughs) Um, As soon as I posted, you know, I think I'm just not going to renew the site. I'm going to let it die, because whatever. Um, Immediately, I was flooded with responses of like, oh, you know, like, how much do you need to pay to run the site for another year? Like, "Like, it's like $100 (laughs) a year. I don't need a thousand people giving me money. Like, if someone wants to pay for it, go ahead. Like... And I did not take right. any extra money off that, in case anyone's wondering. Um, uh-huh. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say. Well, no, that would that would be morally wrong for me but, to take extra money. Yes. Okay. As, but I'm not call a commie. Commie comments. Obviously, you're joking. But even if you weren't, <laughs> like, dude, being a good person doesn't make you a commie. Like, people think that because of the fact what? that I have morals, <laughs> I, I have can, morals. Can please explain this. <laughs> Being a good person doesn't make you a commie. In other words, if you no, no, don't no. want to... Who thought that being a good person made you a look, commie? Look at the, when, look at the when Facebook... When was this a question? Look at the Facebook conversation that we had yesterday where it was like, everyone was like, oh, dude, man, why would you say that he shouldn't make as much money as he possibly can off of anyone, including charities? Why would you think that... I mean, dude, seriously, we should just go to all the homeless people, right? And be like, dude, this is what you do if you want to make a shit ton of money, okay? You should say half the money goes to me the other half goes to the fucking red cross right and then you're just gonna make like ten thousand times the amount of money that you make because you know what you're doing something for someone else even if that means you become a millionaire off the shit because of the fact that you're so generously donating half of your earnings to someone else you're just going to become infinitely rich because people infinitely. don't get there's literally no limit to how much money you can make <laughs> that's true it's true it's true man as long as you're alive you're going to keep making money as long as you keep trying to screw people over this way as long as you keep being like like instead of putting out like <laughs> instead of putting the little jar out right that, that's like for the girl that was burned and needs all these surgeries and everything you put the jar out, oh, out there but girl. you're like 50 percent of the money you put in here goes to this girl Right? The rest goes to me, but 50% of this goes to that girl. Why Find your not... seat, man. <laughs> See, I love that aspect. Like, I like being able to joke around about it, but when it comes right down to it, dude, this guy... I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is smarter than most of the sheep out there, okay? He knows what the fuck he's doing. He's not a moron, okay? So your problem's with the herd. No, no, no. My problem is the herd accepting the fact so your that... your problem's with the herd. Yeah, it doesn't it's sound like your problem was him. It sounds like your problem is, you know, my, of a my systemic pro- nature, and you just my... hate America, is what it sounds like to me. No, I love America. America. I think America's great, but it's see, probably. the thing about America is I, I have the opportunity to not like people taking advantage of other people. I agree. You have right? the I don't... opportunity to not like people. I don't like you. Right. Yep. Yeah, exactly. See, sure. we don't like each other. We're allowed to do that. I don't have to like this guy. Because I don't need your permission stuff. not to like you either. I'm going to yes, do it whether you, you say do. Or you do need my permission. But regardless of that, the main thing is, is everyone is allowed to have their own opinions about all this. But That's I think definitely that people, not true. I think people don't fucking think about things, dude. I think everyone thinks, you know what? This guy's allowed to make as much money as he wants. Yeah, of course he is. If he sells at a garage sale and it goes for fifty grand, that's fine. But is okay, he allowed? Say this person's allowed to make like I don't know what. I take offense to any liberal ever saying like this person is allowed to make as much money as he wants. It's like liberals are entirely against that. 
You can't make as much money as you want. You are the commie, dude. What's it? Like, that's not me. I said, then you're the commie, not me. You should be able to make as much as you want. You should be able to make as much as you want. I agree with that statement. I just disagree with liberals saying it. Oh, well, they're idiots. (laughs) So. (laughs) This is Political Cast with Doc (laughs) Davis. Liberal douchebags. (laughs) I just hate everyone. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's the thing, and clearly we just hate everyone, I mean, really. But I, I'm not even trying to, like, look, being a hater is, like, I was called a hater by even Angela, because he's a douchebag. But but the thing is, is... Are you hater, a hater? hater? Hater is literally a word that was created to end an argument rather than have a legitimate argument. It was it was a word that you can assign to someone. It's like name-calling. It's something you say to that that's, like, the definitive, you're a hater, rather than... And by the way, I never called you argument. a hater. Yeah, you did. I said don't hate. Hater. Oh, don't hate. don't hate. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, be, calling someone a hater is is the equivalent of of ending an argument by saying you're stupid. It's just not a thing, man. It's like you're you're not actually. No, there are stupid a- people. Yeah, there are. I realize that, and you can. Tr- okay. <laughs> nevertheless, it's, it's difficult to, but sometimes you have to end an argument with your stupid. That's because and it's really hard to do. You really can't have an intelligent conversation. It's so hard to do that too. Like, do you have any idea how hard it is to walk away from an argument when I know the other person is just so fucking yes. wrong? Like the worst. <laughs> yeah, it drives you bonkers. It does. Yeah. Like I know you are not uh, like you. You have the right to be wrong. You just don't have the right to be so like clearly wrong and just. Well, that, I got called a hater. So and lost a follower yesterday because of this stupid thing. Because the guy was saying I was uh, that that all of us out there that disagreed with this were haters, and I argued with him about it. And then it took him like three messages, and then he blocked me. And that's and now a- we get to the real root of where tangent why tangent's bad. He so you're mad because you lost. I lost a follower, man. That's so jacked up, dude. I mean, how, who's gonna follow a hater? Apparently, no one's going to follow you into battle. <laughs> oh, shit. My followers are dropping right as you're speaking. Is this live? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Words got an out that you're a hater. No one. Yeah, periscoping. Sorry, bro. <laughs> what in the fuck? What? I don't know. I sw- like, okay. So, again, I'm playing Magic Online right now. Oh, my God. So, like, my opponent's at seven. He has one blocker. I swing at him with two two twos and a five five. So he blocks a two two. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like, I'll pass priority. What are you going to do to stop the other seven? Nothing. <laughs> he just died. Like, he could have blocked a big one. He didn't have a way to kill you this turn. It was probably friggin' Magic Online, dude. You know, he probably literally thought he was blocking the big guy, but because that program's so fucked up, he didn't even know. Like, he's just like, uh, oh. I did definitely make a misplay uh, a couple nights ago, like, because someone cast a spell targeting something. Yeah. But what it showed on my screen wasn't what they actually targeted. Yep. Like, yeah, he was casting, like... The same type of thing happened with me. I had something targeting something, and then when it went through it had just been on something else but i didn't that's not what i had selected and it just was like locked up or something until it decided to go through and be on the wrong thing so yeah magic online not very good right now i'll go back to 3.0 any day oh my uh, and that wasn't even a, that wasn't a great because, program either is the thing like, no it, it wasn't it was but better. but most people's complaint was that it wasn't pretty like this one isn't yeah. pretty this one still looks like a shitty old program but i'd rather have looks like somebody saw a 1995 mirc client for the first time and just yes. ejaculated it because they thought it was it the does. most gorgeous thing they had ever seen. Dude, I'd rather have a DOS program that ran Magic Online DOS. perfectly than fucking
fucking run than than this thing. 3.0 did the stuff I needed it to do, and it did it efficiently. It yep. sometimes it would be slow, and sometimes there'd be crashes, but nothing like this, man. You're not supposed to re- like release things until they're better than the thing that you had before. Like, hello. You know, it's funny when the big switch was coming, and I was saying all that. People were, you know, yelling at me, telling me I was stupid. The I only I refuse to believe that because yeah. the majority of people were like terrified of the switch. Yeah. Like, no, oh no, my no, god, no, 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 please don't do this to us. I had heard from so many people. No, no, no. V3 is a piece of shit. They need to change. But, they need to move it up to the new one. They need to get that thing fixed and get it online. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. V3 is functionally works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works it, fine. It, it does not. It is not the prettiest thing. But I don't care about that. I still like the way it looks better than what we've got now. I mean, I just don't. I don't like this setup right now. It always it feels clunky. It feels really like hard to navigate. N- nothing works right. I feel like I'm playing on a way fucking old Java program. It's just the piece. It's a big piece of shit. I can't handle it. And I. And this is. I'm someone who adapts to new things. And I don't want to adapt to something that I feel like actually belonged before version 3.0. Like this is what version three spawned off of because you know they were like, wow, this is kind of a piece of shit. Let's make version 3.0. Okay, cool. And then we had that. And it look look how long we were on version 3.0 without people complain because people always complained. But most it of the was, people overall that, it was it was generally functional. Yeah, like I guess I, like the uh, the player base had increased and that was creating some problems. Um, you know, with events crashing. And well, I want to say this. I want to say yeah. there's been less of that. But the problem is like it's not like it's more stable. It's just they got rid of big events. Yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing right? left to crash. But they still crash. No, they still crash. But now they're smaller events. So now the excuse of it being the huge events is not there. So now they're crashing because it's got to be server issues. It has not. It probably doesn't have anything to do with the client that we're running right now. There's server problems. Yeah. And so, so who cares about any well, of that? You, the, the people in charge of Match Online don't know anything about computers <laughs> or running tournaments. Like they, when Vintage came out, they destroyed Vintage. Like Vintage Masters was an incredibly well designed set. It was amazingly fun, and it put Power Nine onto Magic Online. And then, like, they, there was so much opportunity there, and I was so excited. I was so thrilled to... And I got all... I opened all of it. Um, I was so thrilled to, like, finish the Power 9 and have them all and be like, yes, now I can play Vintage Online. And then the prize payout for Vintage Tournaments came out, and it killed the format. Like, the only Vintage events are, like, the Vintage Super Series that, like, I don't fucking care about. Like, I love Vintage, and I don't care about these, like, eight random douchebag bros playing games. Like, go away. I can't play that. Like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, totally, but now yeah. they're doing the exact same thing. Now that Modern Masters Two is out, they're changing the payout from Modern Events Online to the exact thing that killed Vintage Online. And then the players actually had to complain to get a normal sealed. Yeah, I was one of the ones complaining because I love sealed. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous not it, to have just a normal sealed event that we can. Yeah, do. I mean, why would I not want to celebrate the release of this new set and a set that exists specifically to get cards into people's hands for less money than they were? Why would I not want to play an event where I don't get to keep the cards? Like, what? Right. What yeah, sort of? Yeah. <laughs> and the best part too is like we're complaining. We're like, we want to be able to play sealed and keep the cards because, like, my big thing is I want to be able, like, I want to be able to have a fucking like totally broken like complete nut sealed deck lose round one to variants because it, it happens to me the better my deck is the more likely i am to lose round one it just is uh uh-huh. i want to be able to do that and then win the other three rounds and still get a, still get a qp and still get six packs and like so we were saying like oh we want we want real sealed we don't just want phantom sealed you know we want to be able to play and keep the cards and uh lee sharp's answer was well if you want to play and keep the cards why do you want to play sealed instead of draft 
Because like, some people just like, 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 how do I answer that? It's like, you like pizza. Why would you eat ice cream? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Although that is my philosophy. Like, I believe that, you know, if you, you eat what you like the best. So if steak is your favorite food, just eat steak. That's the way I believe. So No, 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 I can't do that. I, bacon is probably number one on that. Well, I would have been dead 20 years ago. Well, that's, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if that's well, all you, like, you would have scurvy. I give myself another five. What was that? I said you would have scurvy. Like, there, oh, was a guy, yeah, there was a guy I used to play cards with who believed in your theory uh, so he would not he would he would not touch anything that a vegetable had been near he would eat uh, meat and he would eat bread and that is it well tell him to take a fucking multivitamin dude well he probably did but like that's still no way to live it is a way to live man i eat pizza for 90 percent of my meals come on now and you, well i mean that at least has like tomato sauce in it that's almost a vegetable yeah. <laughs> i mean do you ever get vegetables on your pizza no that's sick dude really oh. why would you do that why would you do that dude like fresh tomatoes on a pizza, pizza? Uh, there's tomato sauce so you already tomatoes are fruit. Okay. Tomato is fruit. Okay, well, the majority of vegetables, of what we consider vegetables are fruit. I do eat other things. I'm being sarcastic. But the fact of the matter is, if I, had, if I could live off of bacon, pizza, and, you know, steak, I would. Yeah, if I could so. li- if I could live off of nothing but, like, mozzarella sticks, and there were no health ramifications for that, absolutely. But there are, so I don't. <laughs> like, if I would not gain weight or, like, die of malnutrition, then, yeah, no, I would I would eat that every fucking day. Wow, man. You really, you really worry about all the little shit. You know, I'm surprised you didn't die of a heart attack just from stressing out about stupid shit no one cares about. Come on now. Well, I realize that none of you care if I die. <laughs> Not that. I'm saying, jeez, man, if you want to eat bacon wrapped in bacon, like God cooked in right. bacon grease, then do that. Yeah, do it. So well, I good. will, but I'm still going to eat other stuff. And like, veg- like one of my favorite pizzas, like, this is, you're going to hate me when I say this. If you say my- ham and pineapple, I'm going to kick you right I, in the I know, don't even I, say I, pineapple. I do enjoy that, but no. One of my favorite pizzas. Oh my God. Ha- one of my favorite pizzas girl. does not have meat on it and it kills me to say that because like half the time i get pizza it's like a meat kills me to say that too what what is your favorite pizza that doesn't have meat cheese i said said, are you eating a chuck e cheese (laughs) cheese pizzas no no no. it's um this like local greek place does it it's uh like fresh tomatoes in addition to tomato sauce because some places like you get you know if they have tomato on the pizza you don't get the sauce and that's disgusting um so it has (laughs) sauce but it also has tomato uh spinach feta cheese and artichoke hearts yeah, I'll pass, dude. Dude, it's so... Like, artichokes are one of the greatest foods ever. Okay, well, I'm not saying I, I hate artichokes, but I'm saying, like, that's not a if, pizza. If you are, that's, 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 that's like, that's a bunch of, like, fucking, like, that's like cheese bread with, like, shit on it. Like... No, it, it's, dude, it's so good. Like, I can't only eat that, though. Like, if I have that, I, there also needs to be, like, a meat lover. So sauce? I have, like, a few slices of each. Here's like, something... This is, this is something people don't understand about pizza. Sauce is one of the most important things about a pizza. It's one of the things that differentiates one pizza from another. Every pizza has bread. Every pizza has cheese. Every pizza has toppings. But people's sauce is different from pizza to pizza because sauce is one of the defining characteristics of a pizza. And if you don't have sauce on your pizza, you're not eating pizza. You're eating something else. You're sauce eating is, like fucking one of the defining cheese, melted cheese bread. What? Sauce is one of the defining... Well, this had sauce on it. And sauce I thought you just of- said no, t- no sauce on a pizza because it had tomatoes. I said a lot of places do that. This one does not. There is sauce because oh, okay, okay. I agree like any food without sauce is incorrect yes like I will eat food okay, that I not, don't I will eat food I didn't understand like because they come with a good sauce you're weird. Yeah. I've mean, got, like, no food. I'm like, wait, I can think of multiple foods that I do not want sauce on. Carrots, for one. Not good with sauce. Yeah. He's well, probably well, I mean, like, like, ranch dressing is a sauce. So yeah, that's... well, like, any sort of okay, dip. Fair. That counts. Like, a, a dip counts. <laughs> Just, like, dry food is the grossest thing in the world. 
So you just like your Doritos, dude. You're like, can I get some A one with those? <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I don't eat stuff like that normally. I don't just eat like salty, crunchy things because they're like, dry and disgusting. Cooks. What was that? I said I don't eat like salty, crunchy things really because they're dry and disgusting. You're like, if I wanted dry and disgusting, I'd fuck, fuck your mom. Dude. No one needs that. <laughs> some people need it. <laughs> I like your dad needed it. I don't know, thirty something years ago, however old you are. But beyond that, if people didn't need it, dude. I wouldn't make that weekend money. So people need it. Trust me. <laughs> But come on now. Uh, <laughs> on <yeah>. that note. <laughs> oh, our pizza conversation so went way off track. Wheaties with gravy. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, you have you have milk. Also, Wheaties are gross. Like, why are you eating, like, fucking Honey Nut Cheerios? Or at least, I like, eat Wheaties. I eat Wheaties cereal. all the time, dude. Yeah. Wheaties are the best. Like, cereal is so great, and there's so many good cereals. Why would you waste yeah, your time with something that is... Yeah, because I'm not gay, so I didn't, don't eat Captain <laughs> Crunch anymore, okay? I don't, I don't have to look at the box anymore, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not looking for the prize, okay? Dude, like... No, like like, Honey Nut Cheerios, so good. Like, Cinnamon Toast Life. Like, any of the, like, you know, needlessly healthy cereals that are full of, like, nuts and, like, dried Cinnamon up Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You consider that one of the needlessly healthy cereals. No, there was a comma in between that. I also, oh, okay. I also meant, I like, I'm sorry, I also meant cinnamon. Cinnamon but, Toast Crunch is okay. Cinnamon Life is what I meant, though. Oh, that's the, right. that's the money cereal. Yeah, I don't know. Like, call me old fashioned. It's like Cookie Crisp or Total. <laughs> hey man, we, I like Total. I'm like, this is Total milk in there. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, you sorry. gotta have that sauce, man. You gotta have that sauce. Well, you have you have milk though. Again, that's some, what, milk is sauce. not a sauce. No, that's what not... you're considering the sauce to be, right? Like everything <laughs> has to have something liquid. <laughs> yes, or everything has to have something that prevents it from being dry. Like, you know what? You know what you're it not, is. You're not just taking a handful of Wheaties and shoving them in your fat face. Like, no, let me tell you. you know that. Let me tell you <laughs> what it is, Jeeves. Well, you shouldn't be. You might be. I don't know. I don't watch you 24 hours a day. You're a human being, right, Jeeves? I mean, as far as we can tell Arguably. at this point in time. Okay, so... I like to think so, of myself as something... Let superior. me explain to you why you can eat a Dorito. Saliva. I, 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 you make <laughs> your own sauce, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Damn, one up you on that one, Jeeps. <laughs> so many dirty jokes I want to say. No, I understand. Like, I'm capable of eating Dorito. Over the course of my 32 years on this earth, I have consumed a Dorito or two, you know. A Dorito. Not a Dorito, <laughs> dude. A Dorito. Welcome to Boston accents. I may not drop, I don't drop R's from words, but I sure add them. How about a tater tot? Without uh, drop them. He doesn't drop them, he adds them. So it'd be it'd be a tater tort. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's not how it works. With, without cheese. Well, it's like Dorito. Just, or like idea is the big one that people from yeah, here say. Yeah. You just give me a tater tot. I don't need cheese. I don't need any ketchup. Uh, just you need a it, salt, needs, it, it needs cheese and chili on it because the, che- the cheese is dry even when it's too? melted. It's got to have the chili on it. Ah, uh, no, it doesn't. Tater tots, man. If they're cooked right, you just grab them and eat them. Okay. All right, I think it's time to sign off. <laughs> this show is. Let's, let's do some some uh, shout outs though because I needed to give some last time and we totally didn't. So, do you have any shout outs there, uh, Angelo? No, I just did shout-outs last night on my show, so why like, do them again? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Steve Raffle, not because I want to, but because he really bitched that I didn't on the last episode. And because, you know, he lets us use his house every week to play EDH, so I guess there's that. Yeah, give a shout-out to him. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, tell him to hurry up with my art. Yeah. He's supposed to, like, I have to finish writing it, but I need him to draw, like, multiple entire comic books for me. Do you know what a nightmare that's going to be waiting for that? <laughs> well, I, I can tell. Like, I'm paying for him to do art, and uh, it, I've been waiting a while. <laughs> and he just keeps giving me, I'm a horrible human being. I'm like, I know, Steve, just hurry up. <laughs> well, All like, right. He'll start working on it, I'm sure, and then he has to draw more, like, tentacle porn and, like, stay glass old drowsy 
Yeah. They did okay. look nice. They did look nice, though. I'm giving my fucking shout-outs, bitch. Shut no up. No one cares right. who you like. So, <laughs> so my first shout-out is to Pascal Maynard, because, dude, you're a pimp, and you know how to really take advantage of people, and I appreciate and respect that as a American citizen, okay? And I also wanted to give a shout to uh, to Spencer um, Howland, to the Heavy Meta Midget, and a couple other people that I uh, don't remember off the top of my head that were basically up to the task of being... Uh, a host that when we needed a third host they were interested and i never really said anything on the last show but i appreciate them you know being being willing to uh step up and do that um and uh give a shout to to tsg and and heavy meta just because tsg we appreciate you coming on i understand why you're not on and you know hopefully things work out over there and you guys get that rolling again um other than that i guess i'm good i think you guys you know are awesome i love love the community and and the fact that we have these conversations, even if some of you are whiny little bitches. So, you know, that's the way it goes. Right, actually, I do have one other shout out. Um, uh, pretty important one, actually. I'm going to give a shout out to Gerard Way, formerly of My Chemical Romance, who has started playing Magic and will be our special guest next week on this show. Really? This is I, new. I, I have no facts with which to back that up, but I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out to shout outs. <laughs> no, no, so... we don't, we don't, we not, we're not starting that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, appreciate having you on, Angelo. And where can they reach you? I mean, not that I didn't already tell them you're on the Pit Imps if they okay, don't. Okay. So I have a show called Pit Imps Podcast that airs every week on mtgcast.com and on the Brainstorm Brewery. You can also find me on Twitter at Gonksuo. Uh, it's G A N K S U O U. And if for some reason you wanted to email me, it's pitimpodcast at gmail.com. And then sure. hoverboard grappling hook. Got it? Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? What? That's another way to find me with a hoverboard and a grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the inventions that uh, back, to the, the back to the Future made that didn't come true yet. Is that what you're talking about? All right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jeeves. Uh, I can be reached at Dr. Jeebus, that is D-R underscore Jeebus, pretty much everywhere, on Twitter. Is that two E's or one? I can't remember. It is two E's. Okay, on Twitter, cool. I am on Match Online. I am on... Uh, or that at MTG Bro Deals is my email if you need to get a hold of me. But that's not. Oh, good. you actually have it set up at MTG Bro Deals. I thought you said you weren't making any MTG Bro Deals, deals emails last episode. I said I talk- hadn't. I said I can. There's oh, okay. from doing it. Would you like one? Too bad, because no. you sap me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, and although I have started playing Magic Online again because Modern Masters and Tempest Remastered, uh, you can also reach me on League of Legends as, uh, Dr. Jeebus Actual because somebody stole my name. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. No so Someone stole on the PlayStation Network, too. Seriously? Like, yeah, I was given, um, like, this girl I had been seeing gave me a PlayStation 3, like, out of nowhere. I was like, uh, okay. And I went to sign up and fucking Dr. Jeebus was taken. Like, what is this shit? It was probably her. She probably did it. Just try so she had no idea about that part of my life. Hey, speaking <laughs> of, I have a, a name I can sell you if you want it. <laughs> I, I have a name. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I, but, but I, 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 I have an account it. login code that I can sell you if you need it. Yeah, no, I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, so, yeah, and as far as I go, Tangent, DYN, pretty much everywhere on Magic Online, on Twitter. Um, you can email me at tangent at tangentrevolution.com. And not that anyone, you know, is going to email because everyone uses Twitter or fucking Facebook now anyway. So um, Tangent Man is screwed on Facebook if you happen to use that and want to look it up. And uh, 
you know, and also Angela forgot to mention that you can also find him on Hearthstone. So make sure that you fuck your tangent account set up, and uh, he'll definitely hook up with you on there. So oh yeah, yeah, you'll find me every day on it, <laughs> hours a day. Just look for me. I'll, I'll be there, guaranteed. Sweet, sweet. Okay, we'll look forward to that. But anyway, until next week, guys. I guess we're out. Later. Peace. Suckers suck so hum MCs you can't rock the kids so go cut the cheese Take this application of rhymes like these My rap's red hot 110 degrees So don't stop facing, I'll stop placing Bet on that you'll be disgracing You and your mind for my beat for my rhymes A time for a crime that I can't find I show you my gun, my Uzi ways a chum Because I'm public enemy number one 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 Cool. I actually am going to try. It's not going to work, but he did start playing Magic and has been tweeting about it a lot. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, do it, try. try. Didn't we try and get that Minnesota Viking on once? I can't remember. I don't know. You were you were always in charge of getting guests because I am me. So yeah, that, the worst. that would end poorly. It's true. Well, I mean, yeah, it's that's true, I guess. Fair. But yeah, I mean, we could try that. Like, yeah, we, we But that guy doesn't know you, so it's fine if you I don't even know who this Minnesota Viking is. Not him. I'm talking about the fucking guy you were just talking about. Well, that's fine. I still don't know what Minnesota Viking you're talking about. That we the were... kicker plays magic, and it was kind of a big deal. They, you know, he's, because anytime a celebrity does something, it matters, even though no one else cared <laughs> up until that point. So, I right. Adrian Peterson had something to do with that too. He might have. He might have. Yeah. But he beats his kids, so that's a better reason to have him on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> was it Adrian Peterson? I thought it was the kicker, though. Was it? No, maybe it was Adrian what? Peterson was caught like uh, learning the caught game. Playing match. Yeah, and like he was like holding up. They, they got pictures of him holding up like decks and shit. And he was just like goofing around in the uh, locker room, and that kicker was teaching him how to play. Oh, but he never got any okay. further into it. But everyone made a big deal out of it because it was fucking AP. Right, right, yeah. Because no one else would. I was always wondering about that story. Like, who the fuck? Who cares about a kicker? Then when is that? <laughs> why is that news? Right. <laughs> wow. It was because AP originally. No, it's true, man. It's not no wow thing. Like Angelo well, knows I mean, if, if it was, about. If it was tell me one thing about a kicker. People would have cared. What was that? I said if it was Vinatieri and it was here and it was years ago, people would have cared. Yeah, no, other than, I know. But, I like, realize. other than that, yeah, who the fuck cares about kickers? Hey, 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 Josh Miller, man. No, I know. I he know was the fuck punter. <laughs> <laughs> there are good kickers, and if you follow teams, then you do, like, pay attention to your kickers sometimes, but, like, in general, no one knows anything about them. Like, you might know, hey, my kicker's really good, but tell me something else about him. Uh, he wears white shoes. He loves his children. Right. Gary, <laughs> Gary Anderson is Australian there. I there you go. Good else job, man. You're, you're pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well schooled in the kickers. I know who I'll go to if I need any kicker information. No, you know what's sad? Just a troll, like everyone, because you know, like around here, everyone has Big Ben and Paulo Alu jerseys. I went and got a Chris Gardaki jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says just a troll, but really, it's just what was on sale. <laughs> no, I actually had to have it specially made. You couldn't find. Are them. you serious? <laughs> yeah, I had to order it. <laughs> he like went out of his way to get the shittiest jersey he could. Not really, it's not shitty, but it's just the idea. Dude, everyone was like, oh, I've never seen one of those. Yeah, no shit, they don't sell. I had to go to like Steelers.com and specially request it. <laughs> hilarious. I should start like go find see if I can find a Ryan Leaf jersey or something and wear that around. Oh, even better, a Leaf Harrison jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could get a Leaf Erickson Vikings jersey. That'd be great. Cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, I guess we should probably get off of here, but it was good having you on, man. Good talking to you again. Oh, no problem. Sorry, I couldn't be more uh, forceful and everything. Uh, yeah. More forceful? Well, I just fucking...
podcast last night, so my opinions went out there, and it's like I don't want to repeat myself. So, well, it yeah, it didn't really help that I like to begin with. I was just said something that was totally not what my opinion was the other day, just to try and screw with you. Because on Facebook, Angelo's like, I I said I'm done talking about this right now because I'm going to save it for the show, and he's like, Oh, damn it! I was like getting myself prepared with all the shit you were saying to counter what you're saying. So then when I came on, I'm like, Oh, I think what the guy's doing is great, and I thought that would make Angelo go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Not, you know, but no, no, he's like, he's like, well, what I think is this, like, he didn't even catch on to the fact that I totally No, I heard what you said, I just didn't watch you. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, good. <laughs> make... I do what most people do, just think we're tangent. <laughs> Asshole. Alright, well, well, I'm gonna get off and go do some shit, so have a good night, you guys, and I'll talk to you later. Alright, send, send me that before, like, this weekend, Jeeves. Alright, alright. Alright, <laughs> all right, later. <laughs> Bye.